welcome back, guys, to the Four Cool Sports Show. Thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you guys for tuning into today's episode of the Four Cool Sports Show. Hopefully, you guys are doing well. Uh, once again, though, as I say at the beginning of every episode, don't forget to rate the podcast on both Google and Apple Podcasts. What it does is it kind of once you guys, if you guys like it, uh, if you guys rate it, actually. It will get spread out across the platform and uh, gets it across to more people as a recommended type of thing. So I'd appreciate it if you guys could do that. Second of all, thank you guys so much for the support on the on the show. Really, uh, as of late, recently, it's just it's been it, it, it's been so awesome to see, and yeah, it, it just it really drives me to keep wanting to make content and um. The final thing I wanted to talk about before we actually start is I am planning on making a, or actually kind of already somewhat created, a whole new podcast that I'm going to do, um, kind of just where like I mess around, you know, I go around talk about like world news and just kind of mess around with it, kind of just have some fun you know, talk about them and not really take it too seriously, just kind of like fuck around with it and see what happens. So, you know, I was, I was kind of planning on doing that. And, um, yeah, so watch out for that. I don't know if I'll do it today. Uh, I, I just kind of came up with the idea, created it last night, thinking about doing it today. We'll, we'll see. Uh, it'll be every Sunday though, if I do it today. So it'll, it'll start today if I do. I'll think about it. I'll see if I want to do it next week or not. Um, let's see if I just want to wait another week or not. I might. I, or I might do it today. So, anyway, so for the long intro. So let's get right into today's episode. So, first thing we have to talk about today. Now, this is something I didn't really expect. Um, but Taylor Gabriel, a former Falcon and former Bears wide receiver, more notably is now retiring after six years. So I did not expect this at all. This is the first thing I see this morning. So wide receiver Taylor Gabriel said this weekend on Instagram that he's retiring from the NFL, entered the league as an undrafted free agent 2014 out of Abilene Christian, went to play two years with the Browns, Falcons, and then Bears. In that order, he was cut by the Bears ahead of the 2020 season and set out the year due to COVID-19. So Taylor Gabriel had first officially first initially broke out in the pros in his first year, hauling in 36 receptions for 621 yards and a score from the Brian Hoyer Johnny Johnny Manziel led Browns in 2014. Five foot seven. Taylor Gabriel was Cleveland's third leading receiver out of the gate, being behind Andrew Hopkins and Miles Austin. Just ahead of the 2016 season, however, Taylor Gabriel was raided by Cleveland, then was picked up by Atlanta. Uh, With the offense, then coordinated by Kyle Shanahan, who coached Gabriel in 2014, needed a burner and got one. And Taylor Gabriel, because he was pretty fast. Faith Bahuila Jones and Mohamed Sanu, Gabriel flashed with 579 yards and on 35 catches. 
a career high 16 and a half yards per reception, adding a career best, um, adding a career best seven to- uh, seven total touchdowns as well. Five of his receiving scores were from at least 25 yards out, and two were over 60 yard touchdowns. So Taylor Gabriel logged nine catches for 171 yards, including three for 76 for the in the Falcons' devastating loss to the Patriots in Super Bowl 51. Gabriel paralyzed his super paralyzed his super season in Atlanta into a one-year deal to return in 2018. The Whiteout signed a four-year, 26 million dollar contract with the Bears. So in total, in his total numbers, he is leaving football behind with 228 receptions for 2,868 receiving yards and 15 total touchdowns in 83 games played. Taylor Gabriel, have a good retirement. Um, you, you, you stayed out for COVID-19 concerns, and now you're only 30. Something tells me he's probably going to come out of retirement. I don't exactly know why he retired. Does he, does he think that – does he think it's because COVID's going to be back for that football season again and he's concerned about that? I, I, I don't know what he's retiring for. I mean, if that's the case, he could just take a little break. Um, but I don't know. But anyway, have a good retirement. Next thing here is Carl Joseph returning is returning to the Raiders on a free agent deal. So Las Vegas has signed the unrestricted free agent safety in Carl Joseph. Insider Ian Rappaport has reported. The news is coming after Carl Joseph had visited the Raiders on Thursday. Reported by Rappaport, all by all accounts, the visit went well for both sides, with Joseph returning to the team that originally drafted him in 2016. So Carl Joseph had spent the last season with the Browns, appearing in 14 games, 8 starts, and recording the uh, second most tackles of his career with 64, while adding one pick, four passes defense, and a career-high two fumble recoveries. Five-year veteran in Carl Joseph made his biggest impact for the Browns in the playoffs, recovering a fumble for a touchdown in the wildcard round and getting a red zone interception in the team's divisional round loss to the Chiefs. And, uh, yeah, so that was, ooh, that was a pretty quick article. Anyway, so... Carl Joseph's original start with the Raiders started by him making the Pro Bowl Raiders of America all-rookie team after finishing with 76 tackles, one pick, a career-high six uh, six passes defense, and one forced fumble. Remained a starter for the Raiders until an untimely injury came before his contract ran out after the 2019 season. And now that's the rest of that article. So that's... I'm happy to see him back on the Raiders. I know that when he got picked up by the Browns, it was. I definitely saw him at a better fit with the Raiders. Now I thought he, 
I thought he still fit their scheme well over in Cleveland, but I, I think it's just the fact that he was originally with the Raiders. I just think he looks a lot – I just think he fits a lot smoother with them. So no, that's just my opinion. So next thing here is Demarius Randall is resetting with the Seahawks, moving back to cornerback. So he was originally – or see, he is cornered, but he got switched this past season – to safety, and now he's moving back to corner. So Randall joined Seattle following a tumultuous nine months in which the Browns allowed him to walk in free agency. Randall's unemployment lasted nearly an entire month before he found a new team, the Raiders, with whom he signed a one-year deal. Randall didn't make it out of camp, though, being released in early September. Later in the month, then joined Seattle's practice squad and was twice elevated up to the 53-man roster and appearing in total of 10 games for the Seahawks' secondary that suffered multiple significant injuries. And I actually remember when it took a huge hit. Uh, their, their defense was looking really, really weak at one point. So the biggest part about Demarius Randall's re-signing with the Seahawks is it came with one little detail is that they moved him back to corner, cornerback, the position he played in the first three NFL seasons with the Packers. Randall was a solid corner in Green Bay, made to a shifty safety position he played in college at Arizona State when he was traded to the Browns. So also goes on to talk about just playing with the other teams. In his first year at the Browns, Intercepted four passes, recording nine passes defense, and finishing with a career-high 85 tackles. And then in the 2019 season, battled through injuries to appear in 11 games, most memorably taking an ugly pursuit angle toward 49ers running back Mike, Mike Melala, Matt Breida on what ended up being an 83-yard touchdown run. And other news around the league on Friday that was being followed. Yeah, this is a couple days ago already. Bears have reset defensive back Michael Joseph to a one-year contract. The former undrafted free agent missed all of last year with injuries and on the reserve COVID list. Bengals hired Louis uh, Chiaffi as defensive quality control coach. He has 22 years of NFL coaching experience, including 14 with Cincinnati. From 97 to 2010. The Jaguars re-signed defensive tackle Daniel Ross, played in five games last year, three Jacksonville, two with the Raiders, and recorded eight tackles. Um, Steelers have, re have signed defensive end TJ Carter, the team announced. Carter was signed by the Steelers as an undrafted rookie. Free agent following last year's draft, but was released before the start of training camp. Returns to Pittsburgh after spending some time with the Saints last year. Texans officially announced the re-signing of offensive lineman Roger Johnson, a move reported by NFL Network insider Ian Rappaport. Last week, the Raiders... Uh, well, that was something else. The Raiders have signed unrestricted free agent Carl... Okay... 
And the final thing here is the Patriots have released offensive lineman Ross Reynolds, the team has announced. So there's everything else kind of monitored on Friday that was at the time of this release. And uh, yeah, so, and then you have this. So the Jets are resigning special teamer Bennett Jackson add offensive lineman depth with Corey Levin. So this was actually down to April 8th. Um, so this was already three days ago. But uh, the Jets are again are resigning veteran special teamer, special teams player, and adding some offensive line uh, help. They have announced Thursday that re- that the re-signed safety special teams player Bennett Jackson and signed former Tennessee Titan offensive lineman Corey Levin. Jackson saw action in four games with, for New York in 2020, with 48 special teams snaps prior to be placed on injured reserve with a hamstring injury. Jackson was then drafted by the Giants in the sixth round of the 2014 draft and has been seen playing with the Giants, Ravens, and Jets, having joined the latter in 2019 off waivers, off waivers from Baltimore. Corey Levin, then all-interior offensive lineman, was a sixth-round selection of the Titans in 2017 and played in all 16 games for Tennessee in 2018 with one start. Thereafter, spent time with the Broncos, Bears, and Patriots organizations. And, uh, yeah, so there is that as well. And then the final thing we have to talk about here today is this was also a couple days ago on the 8th. And this is that Richard Sherman is expecting to wait until after the NFL draft to land a job. So we will not be seeing him. We will not be expecting or be seeing him join a new team until after the draft, which is about two to three weeks away, I believe. I want to say somewhere around the end of April, so about three weeks. Anyway, so Richard Sherman is is one of the few remaining top free agents left on the open market, along with many fellow veterans. The pro bowler known as Richard Sherman is in waiting mode at his point in the NFL calendar. Sherman said recently on his podcast with Chris Collinsworth that he believes he is that his wait will last until after the 21 draft. And then this is what... Who said this? This is what Richard Sher- uh, Richard Sherman had to say by saying, quote, well, apparently we got to wait till the draft happens before anything else shakes out. Um, because everybody has their hopes and dreams in the draft, which is understandable. You turn 33 and then it's like, wait, we'll wait until we'll wait until we get a younger pup. And if we can get a younger pup, we'll take an old fool. So that's where we're sitting. End quote. So, yeah, he, he's not wrong. He, he's just kind of waiting it out because every team, he knows that every team is kind of – I think the kind of direction he's looking at is he doesn't want to join a team. I'm sure a lot of teams would take him. He doesn't want to join a team, and then the and then the draft comes, and then they end up taking a, a younger guy, and they don't want Richard Sherman. Well, then they go in and release Richard Sherman, and then he's jobless again. So I think that's kind of the direction he's going. That would make sense. Um, you know, wait after the draft to see what teams actually want you then because then the draft is over. Then you know if a team gets you or if a team you're interested in, you go to approach and then they actually sign you. Then you know that they actually want you because then the draft is over, you know, and all these guys are on their teams. So 
I, I, I like his uh, approach to it. I definitely do. I think that it's smart. You know, you don't you you'll you really know who wants you after that. So, but anyway, so Richard Sherman is working at. Uh, let me restart. Richard Sherman, acting as his own agent, likely heard the sentiment directly from teams. New phenomenon for clubs to wait until after the draft at the stage. Rookies came cheaper than 11-year pros like Sherman and a year waylaid by the salary cap drop. Because of COVID, clubs are doing even more penny-pinching than usual. With Sherman planning on playing another two years, eventually he'll find a home. NFL teams are always in search of quality corner play. When healthy, the 33-year-old remains at a difference maker. So, I believe it won't take Richard Sherman long to get a team. I mean, when, you know, after the draft, I, I don't think it'll take very long. It may, like the, it may take, like, the first, like, day or two. But I'm sure he'll, I'm sure he'll get signed relatively quick. I don't think you'll have to wait that long. Excuse me. But anyway, so... Yeah, that's all we got for today's episode of the Four Public Sports Show. Thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you guys for tuning in to today's episode of the Four Public Sports Show. It has been a great episode. Let me know what you guys thought. Down, I'm gonna have all my social media links down below. Let me know what you guys thought about today's episode, and let me know just in general if you guys enjoyed it. Also. Don't forget to rate the podcast on both Google and Apple Podcasts. And uh, yeah, so I will see you guys next time.